ready for a new episode of KP Talks Dollars and Cents. Learn financial literacy and get real-time updates on all things housing, finance, and real estate with your host, Kevin Perenio. As an owner and C-level executive for 20-plus years in finance, KP is here to serve you with all of his knowledge and experience. Whether you're a broker, realtor, or just interested in the economy, this is the podcast for you. So let's get started. Here's your host, Kevin Perenio. Hey, it's KP coming to you live from Corona, California. Well, it's 1 a.m. on the 13th, late after a Monday, and we just had a long senior management meeting. We do it once a month here. After being on the road for a week, and then uh, in Nashville, we had our retail leadership conference, which I had two cool videos from. Then I went to Austin and watched my Longhorns, unfortunately not quite pulled off against Alabama due to the loss of a quarterback, and then my Cowboys lost their quarterback. So make fun of me down below. Go for it. Um, but real loss is something that we experience as a country on 9-11, so please uh, never forget. And, uh, you know, I was on my plane coming home yesterday watching um, uh, something on 60 Minutes, trying not to cry in front of a bunch of random strangers on my plane who are watching football. So uh, let's never forget those who sacrificed and the families who are still dealing with the aftermath. Okay, so let's talk about some macro factors. Maybe this is a disease burnout. I just looked on the Johns Hopkins report we uh, website. We are at just over a million deaths reported for COVID-19 or coronavirus, 6.5 uh, uh, globally that are reported, but all the trending is down. So much, much less bad news. Maybe this is what peak inflation looks like. We're gonna talk about the CPI and PPI reports. CPI comes out in the morning, like not too many hours from now. We'll talk about that and give you some stock advice. Just kidding, I'm not a financial advisor. I am not responsible for your losses, only your profits. And of course, this might be what a soft landing looks like. Are we in a recession? Are we not? Are we seeing growth? Earnings have been surprisingly good. Uh, earnings season is pretty much over now for the equities market. And uh, even though housing is in a pretty clear recession, it does seem that uh, many companies largely uh, due to the fact that we have a, a very strong, aka tight labor market, that and the consumer balance sheets are doing well, that uh, we are maybe not in a recession and we may even experience moderate growth. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Okay, so uh, the uh, consumer price index comes out uh, tomorrow morning. It's typically 8.30 Eastern time before the stock markets open at 9.30 Eastern time. Uh, so we're going to look at what consumers pay for a certain basket of goods. Now, the big driver for this recently uh, in a positive manner is that gas prices have fallen. Um, not only have gas prices fallen, but also demand by consumers over the summer, the peak travel season, was down as well. So we could get an August read of a negative CPI number. Now, remember, these indexes, these indices... They are 12 monthly readings in a row, and you take the one from 12 months ago and you replace it with this one. So I think the one 12 months ago is like 0.3% increase. And if we have negative 0.1% uh, decrease in the CPI in the morning, which is what the consensus is for, you might actually have a headline number even potentially below 8%. Now, my guess is 
the stock market will rip and rally. And again, I'm not a financial advisor, just talking about some stuff because I like to have fun with trading, and some of you may know that. Um, so uh, we have quadruple witching on Friday. So this Friday coming up, it's typically the third Friday of the month, you have um, options contracts expiring, uh, futures contracts expiring, all kinds of options and uh, equity uh, expiration dates on a very heavy third Friday of every month. But when it's uh, the end of a quarter, there's even more weight. There's even more equities that are trading um, and closing out. So there is record number of uh, puts on this week to bring the market down. A put is basically a bet on a contract, an option contract, that the market will get worse. And that's because it's a lot of bearish sentiment because we might be in a recession. And honestly, the trend has been to be in a bear market. So a lot of times when the bears load up one way and then you get all of a sudden some bullish data reading like a really, really good uh, CPI print like tomorrow in negative read, all the bulls come back in and they start to bet, hey, inflation's going down. We're going to come out of this thing. The Fed's not going to raise as much or as fast or maybe pause or maybe even cut sooner. And then all that excess money causes those shorts, those puts, to have to close out their positions because their positions are getting out of the money. So we could see a short-term rally tomorrow. PPI is another number that happens on Wednesday. We could see a positive number there, uh, potentially. We already know the commodities are rolling over. Price of uh, inputs for producers are coming down, whether it's lumber or wheat or copper or whatever the case may be. And if that also is a positive reading, as in less inflation, we could see the market rip going into quadruple witching. Now, of course, next week, we've got the Fed coming out, uh, tightening, which there's like a 90% chance based on futures, Fed futures bets, uh, that the Fed is going to do 75 basis points or more. And depending on what the Fed says in that open market committee meeting next week, that they'll be data dependent. But depending on what they'll say about the pace of inflation or the pace of the recovery or you know, are they going to use the word pain, pain, pain over again and talk about recession and blowing up housing and a housing reset? Who knows what they're going to say? So we have just a little bit of data this week and we're going to get some certainty on that. And then the fears will come back more than likely and we'll have some more uncertainty about what the Fed will say next week. Just a hypothesis of mine. Who knows? We could have the market rip until the next doubt of fear, uh, bout of fear, uncertainty and doubt comes around. Remember, we have an election coming up. Are we going to have a red wave? Are we not? Is inflation coming down, kind of easing off the chances of a red wave? This uncertainty of what's going to happen with our government is massive. That kind of uncertainty on who has the power in D.C. is a big deal. Gridlock is always seen as a good thing for business or for the equity markets. But if one pow uh, party remains in power, like we currently have with the Dems, then that could potentially uh, be seen as something less favorable for business. Maybe cap gains goes up. Maybe there's tax hikes of other types in the future. Uh, maybe there's more government spending. On that note, let's talk about government spending. Government spending is about 20% of GDP. Now, we know a lot of acts have been passed here this year. Infrastructure bill, um, aka the in, uh, Inflation Reduction Act, the CHIPS Act, um, but government spending is down about 12 to 15 percent. I saw Kathy Wood at ARK Invest, CIO and uh, founder of ARK Invest, talk about 
government spending being down 12 to 15%. And government spending is 20% of the overall gross domestic product. This is known as fiscal drag. A fiscal drag on the economy, less spending at the moment. Um, remember, those acts that passed in Congress, that's spending bills over 10 years, potentially. So if we currently have fiscal drag um, and we have uh, you know, inflation high, even if it's coming down, but it stays high, and then maybe uh, quantitative tightening comes in from the Fed, which we haven't really heard what the impact that's going to be. And we all know that these Fed rate hikes, 75 basis points after another, one after another, tend to have a lagging effect on the economy. We are seeing it right away in mortgages, which rates are the, the highest they've been since 2008. Remember, right after the Great Recession? So we're seeing an impact on housing. Now, it's very interesting to see all the sloshing around of money, and it really is a roller coaster, a huge sloshing around, a washing machine of money, of liquidity that the Fed injected. But they're trying to walk it back. They're trying to take back the money supply. They're trying to rein in inflation. When will the balance come? What data that they're depending on are they going to see to finally make another move for the, pet, the Fed pivot, which remember is in three phases, less than 75 basis point rate hikes, then a pause, and then an actual cut. We shall see. Having said that, all this money that is slated to be spent, for example, from the government, it's pretty interesting to see on uh, the CHIPS Act, for example. We just saw that in Idaho, Micron is breaking ground on a $15 billion foundry to make chips. We know that um, in uh, Minneapolis, Skyworks is working on a foundry. My late father worked for Texas Instruments for 33 years. We lived in Sherman even for a brief bit. And um, Sherman has a, a plant for um, hybrid chips and simple chips for Texas Instruments that is a new foundry. And of course, I'm about to hop on a plane here in like five hours, five and a half hours. And we're seeing spending go on from the airlines and they're investing. I saw United Airlines is spending money on 204 seat hybrid jets, four seat planes. Everything's being disrupted and the government is making sure that they help change industry for the better. Cheers. You've been listening to KP Talks Dollars and Cents, a top-rated show for those who want to learn about the economy and mortgage environment. Tune in each week for more episodes, and please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Kevin Perenio does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through KP Talks Dollars and Cents. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice. For more info, follow KP Talks Dollars and Cents on all of our social channels.